Welcome back to the Hemingway List for War and Peace Book 5, Chapter 6. As the story progresses and you are seeing some of the characters, Boris, Helena, Pierre, in new situations, how is your opinion of them changing? Have you changed your mind about any of them? Do you feel you're starting to understand more of them? Boris is an interesting character to keep an eye on. He tends to fly under the radar in the book, and I think that's very much his style as a guy as well. He's He kind of lays low and plays his cards smart, you know? War and Kvothifi says, This chapter made me see why Andre had been so weary of high society with all the two-faced remarks concerning Pierre and how Helena's status has risen despite what happened. I guess the apple didn't fall too far from the tree concerning Boris and Anna Mikhailovna. Interesting how he quickly locks on, locks in on Helena, likely one of the most wealthy people at the soiree. And Anna Pavlovna's remarks are, she's such an unhappy and lovely woman, seemed like a not-too-subtle green light for Boris to make a move. Good luck, Boris, you'll probably need it. <laughs> Fair warning. Samantha Cruz says, I feel like Pierre is just too real and emotional for the fake calculating world of high society. I feel like he really is getting a bad rap when in society I understand a lot of what he did. Sorry, when in reality I understand a lot of what he did. It seems he will be the running joke in Petersburg and Moscow society for years to come and I hate that. He needs people around him who don't want to use him for something. He deserves better. Yeah, at this point, I'm just wanting a reunion with him and his good friend, Andre. I feel like they need each other at, at the moment. Um, Boris is exactly like his mother. It's a big recurring theme that each kid is like their parent. And feeling a weird sense of deja vu being back at the Pavlovna soiree, it's where the book started. And so much has happened since then. It's got a different vibe, though, this soiree. Or maybe that's just me, but I felt like mm, a different atmosphere. Pythagorean Bean says, At least Boris isn't as shameless as his mother in their attempts to climb the social ladder. She had no issues in embarrassing herself if it meant Boris would get another rung up. I like your note that every kid seems like their parent, even just last chapter when Pierre screams at Vasily. It says something about Pierre showing signs of a fury known to his father. You start to understand maybe why his father, who was known for his fury, with dealing with the hangers-on that come with such vast wealth. He would be constantly dealing with that nonsense, you know? Brown-nosing, conniving, scheming, scamming, you know, all the manipulation, all day. You can understand why he would be pretty sharp and to the point in his old age especially, after having lived with that for so long. Alright, let's keep reading. Chapter 7. Short chapter, short podcast. Let's do it. When Boris and Anna Pavlovna returned to the others, Prince Ippolit had the ear of the company. Bending forward in his armchair, he said, Le Roy de Prusse. And having said this, everyone laughed. No, sorry. <laughs> and having said this, laughed. Everyone turned towards him. Le Rue de Prusse, Ibelet said interrogatively, again laughing, and then calmly and seriously sat down in his chair. 
Anna Pavlovna waited for him to go on, but as he seemed quite decided to say no more, she began to tell of how, at Potsdam, the impious Bonaparte had stolen the sword of Frederick the Great. It is the sword of Frederick the Great which I, she began, but Evelyn interrupted her with the words Le Roy de Prusse, and again, as soon as all turned towards him, execute, sorry, excused himself and said no more. Anna Pavlovna frowned. Mortemart, Hippolyte's friend, addressed him firmly. Come now, what about your Roy de Prusse? Hippolyte laughed as if ashamed of laughing. Oh, it's nothing, I only wish to say, he wanted to repeat, a joke he had heard in Vienna, in which he had been trying all that evening to get in. I only wish to say that we are wrong to fight, poor Le Roy de Prusse. Boris smiled circumspectly, so that it might be taken as ironical or appreciative, according to the way the joke was received. Everybody laughed. "'Your joke is too bad. It's witty, but unjust,' said Anna Pavlovna, shaking her little shriveled finger at him. "'We are not fighting poor Le Roy de Prusse, but for right principles.' "'Oh, that wicked principle,' she said. The conversation did not flag all evening and turned chiefly on the political news, it became particularly animated toward the end of the evening when the rewards bestowed by the emperor were mentioned. You know, N-N- received a snuff box with the portrait last year, said the man. Said the man of pr- profound intellect. Why shouldn't S-S- get the same distinction? Pardon me, a snuff box with the emperor's portrait is a reward, but not a distinction, said the diplomatist. A gift, rather. There are precedents. I may mention Schwarzenberg. It's impossible, replied another. We bet the ribbon of the order is a different matter. When everybody rose to go, Helena, who had spoken very little all the evening again, turned to Boris, asking him in a tone of caressing, significant command to come to her on Tuesday. It is of great importance to me, she said, turning with a smile towards Anna Pavlovna, and Anna Pavlovna with the same sad smile with which she spoke of her exalted patroness, supported Helena's wish. It seemed as if from some words Boris had spoken that evening about the Prussian army, Helena had suddenly found it necessary to see him. She seemed to promise to explain that necessity to him when he came on Tuesday, but on Tuesday evening, having come to Helena's splendid salon, Boris received no clear explanation of why it had been necessary for him to come. There were other guests, and the Countess talked little to him, and only as he kissed her hand on taking leave said unexpectedly, and in a whisper, with a strangely unsmiling face, Come to dinner tomorrow, in the evening, you must come, come. During that stay in Petersburg, Boris became an intimate in the Countess's house. Ooh, Boris. Booty call Boris. <laughs> That's his new nickname. Booty Call Boris. Have your say about Booty Call Boris over at the subreddit. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you tomorrow.